Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 132 of the Talk Hockey podcast. I think it's 132. No one's corrected me yet. I'm counting. I was counting from 130. You know, no one's corrected me. So we're at 132, I think. Um, Today, Luke said, yes, I'll be at the podcast. And then I reminded (laughs) him at 7 or 630. I was like, all right, I'm going to be like 715. And he's like, "Uh, I'm baked right now. (laughs) I just had an edible and I am baked right now. I don't think I've ever seen you. That's what he does now, you know. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. sit on the couch and they play mario tennis n64 mario tennis you play that game it's a it's a banger I, I i went over a couple times and i played it good time i have no idea what i'm doing i just press i just you, you do you guys ever the good thing with n64 is there's not many buttons to press yeah but the <laughs> controller itself was like so it's like i know shaped it's so weird eh? yeah so you're, you have the joystick in the middle i think you have to press like a and b i don't know someone who's played mario tennis would know it's a classic I don't know what our age demographic is, but N64s are old, and they're pretty pretty valuable. I mean, this has nothing to do with talking hockey, but Robert wanted to get one. Another friend of the show wanted to get an N64 to practice because you know we go we went over a couple times um, and we played Mario Tennis, and Robert was so bad he was like, I got to get an N64 and try to you know <laughs> practice, practice a little get, bit. Get he looked it up. In. Yeah, he looked it up. He told me the other day it was like 300, 350 bucks for an N64. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, anyway. they became that's like forty years old. They yeah. became like yeah special because they're so old, right? Like they how when, when did they come out? Thirty years ago? Yeah, probably like know. early nineties, I'd say. Yeah, like thirty uh, years ago. And it's basically like it was basically like fucking like Wii Sports, the Wii Sports Tennis. It's basically what it is, but instead of with your hand, you just you play it with the. Hmm. Joystick. Sounds fun. I love Wii Tennis. Hey. Wii Tennis is a shit. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we're here to talk hockey. That's our that's our usual banter at the beginning. We make fun of someone who's not here. Um, and it's and, always Luke. And it's always Almost Luke. always Luke now. Um, speaking of not being here, when are you going to Mexico, Eric? Uh, I'm leaving for Florida on the 20th. Oh, Florida, yeah. And then I'm going to Brazil for a month the on the fuck? 2nd. I'm going to be there for a month, the April 2nd, April 30th, Airbnb's booked, so that should be fun, and then when I get back from Florida, I haven't bought a return ticket from Florida yet, so whenever I decide to come back, then I'll go to Mexico. Basically. Jesus. Well, that's exciting news should be for fun. you, Eric. It is. It's we'll see what exciting. the... Yeah. I wanted the boys to join me, but I asked, I messaged, and people, and everyone was just like, no, I can't, and I was just like, lame. 
Well, I'll, I'll fly I mean, down to Brazil. Who the hell can do that? Fly down to Brazil for a weekend. Let's go, Martin. For a weekend in Brazil. <laughs> it's a 12-hour flight yeah, down. Yeah, that's a long flight. 12-hour flight, it's, leave it's Friday. More than fly, it's more than 12 hours. It's 12 <laughs> hours if you're like almost going direct. It's like eight. And it's so stupid how long it is. And it's expensive, too. It's like a 1000 bucks. Well... I haven't even booked my flight yet. I booked the Airbnb, didn't book the flight. <laughs> Waiting for that Air Canada special, you know, Air Canada. Yeah, I've been trying to wait for code. the prices to drop, but I have yet to see them drop, so that should be fun. We'll see. We'll see he's if getting, he's, he's hoping for a last-minute ticket, but sometimes sometimes you get screwed with a last-minute ticket because it's like, all right, this flight sold out, so now Never what? Never happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried, So. But... <laughs> anyway, that's that's Eric's exciting thing. You won't hear from him a lot in April. You should see you should see the place in Brazil that we got. Is it it's in, in like this favelas? really nice part. It's in the really nice part of Brazil, right on the beach. Uh, five bedroom, four bathroom place, like super luxurious. Like it's who's so nice. we? Uh, me and uh, a few of our friends, slash girlfriends. Slash, really, I'm the only one with a girlfriend, but yeah. <laughs> Is Juanita going? Yep. Love of uh, Luke's life. Yeah, Luke will be there. Now Now Luke's... Did you ask <laughs> yeah, Luke if he wanted to go? For Luke to come. <laughs> <laughs> I hope anyway, she hears this. Okay, now, anyways, hockey. now we're back to hockey. Biggest trade that happened. Wasn't a surprise at all. I mean, it was a surprise if it was suggested at the beginning of the year, but... With how the Vancouver Canucks season went, Bo Horvat got traded to the New York Islanders. It's Bo Horvat for Anthony Beauvillier, Atu Ratti, I think. Atu Ratti, is that how you say it? Yep. And a protected first-round pick this year. Next year's unprotected. If it's top 10 or 12, I think. Top 12 protected. Okay. So. Which it probably will be top 12. Like there's Based a, on how it's it, going? There's yeah. a good potential for it. Does this year and Bo this Horvat year, yeah. being a a unrestricted free agent, a lot of the rumors and especially with how Lou Lamorello operates, you know, he, it's it's pretty expected that he's going to end up signing an extension in New York, probably for the max. I think what the rumored deal was was around eight point five million for seven years. It wasn't signed, right? It's just a rumor. No, of what it's, it's a rumor be. that. You know, some people say is basically agreed upon. Some insiders say that, okay, maybe if the Islander season doesn't turn around by the trade deadline, they flip him again. But it's a trade that happened. Captain of the Vancouver Canucks. You very rarely see, you know, captains get traded, especially, you know. What's his shooting percentage this year? I know. Someone look it up because it's crazy. I know, oh, I know, I know what it is. I have like it Like right 25%. Now. It's 20, like, yeah, it's, it's like 23% or something. It's 22%. 22%. Oh, I was a And so off. how many like, goals does Borovat have? He's like 32 He's goals. 30, He's 32 31, goals. 31, 31 goals. goals. Okay. In, one off of everything. What are we at? 50 games or so. 45 49. Games. He's yeah, played so he's still, he's still got a shot at 50. I doubt he hits it, but... Yeah, Got I mean, the he's, shot. and what's his, what Martin for research purposes, what was Bo Horvat's shooting percentage in the prior, what, five years, let's yeah. say? I'll try to figure that out. What was it last year? Like 12% probably, 10%. No, maybe. it would have been like 14 probably, I would guess. He's always been a, like, he's always been a decent shooter, but like, obviously. 16 Okay, so four, four, I said 14, but 16, yeah. 
Uh, he's yeah. So I was gonna say he's always been a decent shooter. Part of that comes from the fact that he gets a lot of tips, tip ins, reflections, all that kind of stuff. Um, especially mm-hmm. this year, I think his ref, uh, reflections. Or, did I say reflections Reflection. or deflections? You, I said, did I say whatever? You said reflections. Uh, their deflection, his deflection slash tap ins this year. He has like twelve goals from that, which is crazy. Like that's a lot of goals from tippins and reflection uh, deflections. Basically, <laughs> I said it again. It again. <laughs> you keep doing it, it. It is, it is. But I mean, it's been a long day. When he goes to the Islanders, does he even fit that system? Okay, so so basically, is Bo Horvat even a fit in Log Island? Yes, he is. He's not going to put up the same offensive numbers as he was going to do it in, uh, as he was in the Canucks. But also, the Canucks aren't a lifeblood of offense either. So Yeah, and I mean, Bo Horvat in his career was, what, the 50-point guy? 50-, 60-point player. Yeah. Right? Yep. What did we say, and how many examples of this do we have, of guys going on, like, you know, their UFA years, having the best year of their career, and then cashing in? And this is probably another example of it, because... You have a guy who scores, what, 25, 30 goals a season, halfway through scoring 30 goals, right? Yep. He reminds me very heavily of Chris Kreider from last year. Chris Kreider, Nazem Kadri cashed in last year after a career year, right? Yep. And, I mean... We love the last year, uh, final year of deal, uh, breakout years. Yeah. Always. And I think at this point... Is this an outlier? Probably. I think Bo Horvat's, what, 28 now? 27, 28? Uh, yeah, he's 28 years old. Yeah, so sure. no, 20, this is his peak. Turning 28 this year. Do you think that you get a... Do you think you sign him to a seven-year deal? Seven years takes you to 35? Not if you're the yeah. Islanders and you want no. to even add to the fact that you're already one of the oldest teams in the NHL. Right. Yeah, like it's just... Um, I think they're only behind classic. like Pittsburgh and like one or two other teams. Yeah, and Pittsburgh is because they have Malkin and Crosby as their core still in Latang. Latang and yeah. How you're allowed, you're allowed to have a 35-year-old Crosby. You How don't want a, a 35-year-old Horvat. Sorry, Mark. Can Lou, Lou be nowadays? Like, he's so old. I know I might be sounding ages, but like... He's like eighty years old. Yeah, like he's old, man. Like I feel like he's not making. Yeah, it's baffling the decisions he's making to try to make the Islanders like a little bit more competitive. Yeah, and especially yeah, Bo Horvat helps. But where are the Islanders? Right, I think the okay. I looked yesterday. Islanders are in the fight for the wild card at this point. I yes. think yeah. their division is out of the question. They're seven points behind. They have played more games than. I think it's the Rangers who are in third place. So they're right just hoping to division. beat up Boston, basically. Yeah. So, 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 um, yeah. In the in the Metro Division, it was uh, it's New Jersey, Carol- Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and I think those three are pretty set right now because mm-hmm. Carolina and New Jersey are have had huge runs. Rangers are right now at sixty two points, I think, yep. and the Islanders were at fifty five. And so I think that's too much of a gap. I know it's only seven points, but that's too much of a gap, I think, to to get a division spot. You're hoping to get the wild card where Washington and, and Pittsburgh are, who are only like two or three points ahead of them. But like, even then, what's gonna you, you get in the, the wild card, you play Boston. Mm-hmm. 
boss is going to run you out of the water unless I don't know you get on a shooting. Yeah, bender. I mean, well, you know, I feel like Austin's goalie. almost an under talked about story this year because of like you know we've talked about it, but they're on a run for the yeah, ages. Crazy, here. crazy Some last dance shit going on. Yeah, the goal. The, the Islanders do have one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, Sorokin's been insane. Like, the Islanders, like, we've always talked about them being, like, a, you know, stingy, like, a, a really good defensive group. They've been one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year. Without Maybe. Barry Trotz there, they're, I think, I was looking at the numbers, I'm pretty sure only, like, the Canadians, Arizona, and Anaheim allow more chances against every single game. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Like, think about that. Like, they went from one of the they they literally one of the best defensive teams in the NHL to basically one of the worst in a span of like one and a half years, basically third yeah. worst, fourth worst. Yeah. The the decision that Lou made over the offseason to fire Trotz because did they even make I don't like they missed the playoffs last year, right? Yep. They missed the playoffs. Fired Trotz. Burned, fired Trotz. Uh, and they the coach is Lane Lambert. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I think he's one of. Trotz's assistants. I'm yeah, it probably sure, was yeah. that they used. I'm pretty sure, um, but he's just been bad. Like I, I don't they know what to say. Like Trotz, they, we yeah. we we knew what Trotz was doing for that team, and then you take that away, and suddenly they're one of the worst defensive teams in the NHL, just relying on Sorokin to clean up. Kind of and they're them. one of the worst offensive teams. Yeah, too. Like they cannot score for the life of them. Well, they're they're mid middle of the range in goal scoring. At 5v5, I think the power play uh, is the issue. Because on the power play, I think they're last in the league or second last in the league in ter- on the power play. But on and at 5v5, they're basically average, more or less. So they gave up all their defensive skill and climbed up the rankings they're, a little bit on offense. They're in the bottom five of goals scored this year. Yeah, but, but that's because of the power play where they're last in the league. At five v five, if you filter for five v five, they're fourteen. Got yeah, you, no. but that that partially because they have literally no one to play a power play besides Barzell. Yeah, and what more about really Eason on the power play? Like you know, yeah. he, they can use his finishing on there and like, everything like that. Technically, Lou saw an opportunity. If Lou doesn't sign him, it actually makes it a better trade than if he does sign him. Because yeah. if you don't sign Bo Horvat to a dumb contract and you trade it for, for such a low value like arguably they stole Bo Hor- Horvat like if if this was like Colorado made this trade the same prospect the same or the same level prospect the same level player a first round mm-hmm. pick it, it's it's a very good trade cuz Vancouver arguably could have got should have gotten more well um, but yeah, we have gone into that side of the bad side. part of this trade is that they're going to re-sign Bo Horvat by all accounts, but for I mean, a lot, also, for a long the time. Islanders are kind of also pot committed, like they almost need exactly, to, which and, is bad. And mm-hmm. lose a guy who doesn't ever, um, like what do I mean? Like he doesn't ever take the L, right? Like what I mean by that is, he, um. He doubles he, down on his mistakes. Doubles down, like yes. like for example, Pajot was signed to a long term deal after being acquired as a rental, right? Seven years or six years for like six million. After they traded a first for him, right? Yeah. And Paul Mary is still with the team, I think, right? As another example of a recent acquisition who is 
you know. Anders Lee was arguably signed to way too much money for yeah. too long. And they, Nelson, like, too long, too much. And it's, <laughs> it's a very all... old team, especially up front. Like, oh my God, and all of their prospects that they have. They, they don't trade. have anyone anymore. They don't they have Noah Dobson. And, and Who's Noah prospect? Dobson's good on D. Dobson isn't a prospect anymore. He's yeah. a full-time yeah, he's NHLer. Yeah. And, and they're forwards. He's that they a $4 million dollar player, actually. Sorry. Yeah. Dobson is not a, not a prospect. They, uh, they have one of the worst, if not the worst, prospect pool in the NHL. Yeah. And they just traded probably their best asset, Atu Ratti. Atu Ratti. Who was... You know, in the conversation a couple of years ago, you know, when is when he was sixteen years old, possibly go first overall. Yeah, but he's not looking so good. But he's not. He had a pretty shitty. Let's also not forget the that draft. they just traded their thirteenth overall pick, um, for Romanov in the offseason as well. No, that right? was a second round pick. Was I thought it? it was their Martin Fat no. Checker. <laughs> they traded him for like they traded a second for him, I think. Okay, then maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, that's but my but bad. it was still that was they still traded a bad. A first. Why I was would they do remembering that, them trading right? a first? Like he's a guy. Like Lou is a guy who will probably sign him. Like is rumored upon that it was agreed. Some people say that. Some others say no, no. Lou will wait and see. Maybe if they don't turn it around and you know aren't in the wild card hunt, they fall further out. Yeah. Maybe they don't. They don't. I mean, I, I can to. see Bo Horvat living up to an eight-ish million dollar deal for a year or two. Yeah, right. Because like next correct. year he'll probably. It was oh, a first. It was a, their first rounder. Yeah. Yeah, Montreal got a steal. They traded down though. I think it was like they traded the thirteenth for Romanov and something. They uh, moved down a little bit in the draft. I think. Yeah, up to a fourth. Well, you know uh, what? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Nothing. That's ridiculous. Basically nothing. Yeah. And it's top, like, it's a top 13. It's not like they're trading bottom of the round, 28th overall, 29th overall, which is basically a second rounder, like, same equivalent talent pool. But, like, they, man, it's bad. Like, it's really bleak if you're an Islanders fan. And we haven't even you know got inside You know what Montreal do with that pick? What? Just to show what they could have gotten. Guess what? Guess what Montreal did with that pick? Does anyone remember? Did they trade down? Nope. No, uh, they traded remember. it completely with another pick. I don't. Remember. Oh, with, Doc. Or yeah, Kirby Doc. With a with a th- with a third round pick in that same draft, they trade it for Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc has thirty three points in fifty one games on a pretty bad. And he's uh, Kirby Doc team. was a top five pick a couple years ago. So you got Romanoff, who's like. Not very. He's not much. good. He's not. No. He's and you could have had Doc or someone like that because they have or someone no, like that. They have. If you no were going to trade that pick, you needed to trade it for something better, right? Like, yeah, that's not the that's not the guy. Another bad lose. Another yeah. bad lose decision. Just, this is the guy. This is the guy that. Why did you need love. Doc? Like just before we take this before we take the conversation to like the Vancouver side of things, right. And the trade, the deal that they got, like mm-hmm. just to talk, when you said that Lou is old, like there are stories when he was the GM in Toronto at the draft and one of the assistants came up to me. He's like, Hey, I need you to put that, you know, the, the thing on my phone so that people can't tap into it. And the guy's like, what hmm. the fuck? 
So they called up his other assistant, his former assistant. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just plugged in a red wire and I told him that, you know, this this way no one will be <laughs> no able to way. hear what you're I swear no to God, that way. was a story. Remember I'm going to find it. Okay, I swear <laughs> I'm not making this up. Something about there was something crazy like that. Like they just had an extra wire. They put plugged their red wire in it, and they're like, "Okay, Lou, now no one's gonna be able to hear your leak your phone conversations." <laughs> oh god! I swear I to God. That. Tangential, but Joe Biden isn't he like the same age as Lou? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and we well that goes. You know, yeah. just, every time he gives a speech, so it's kind of. You know, like I, I think at some point you're just, you know, you're to old to be running shit, yeah. especially like important shit. You need you know? to be golfing all the time. No, you need yell, to give your brain a rest. The They've, it's done enough. It's done its time. I'm sure yeah. Lou had it. Lou had did definitely have it together at some point. Definitely, and he's he's lost it now. <laughs> I don't know any eight year old that I've ever met that I would look at them and go. I would Who wants to, to run a billion dollar or multi million dollar organization? I've never met an eight year old that I would do that. Who and wants I'd... to either, though? Like, I mean, these types of guys, they're driven. Like, I get it. You know, they're, you know, to get into these positions a lot of the time, they need to be the type of people that just want to work forever. So, I, I agree. But if you think you're that smart, which you clearly must, if you're still working that, that long, it's yeah. clearly partly an ego thing because you think you For can sure. continue you this longevity thing. Job. Yeah, exactly. But you, if you're that smart, you kind of have to realize maybe I am not the best for this position anymore because no, I'm, none of I'm these guys not. are ever going to see that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we know why Lou went and got Horvat too. Like he fits all the stuff that Lou getting a Hor- for. Getting Horvat's not bad. It's signing him will be bad yeah well like he's definitely getting horvat because they are one of the worst defensive teams in the nhl and he's literally looking at that and going if i can fix this we're all good and then he's looking at it and then i'm guessing he's tying that to the fact that the islanders have been really bad at face-offs for this year now because you know barzell can't take face-offs and all this shit and so he went and got you know top 10 guy in the league when it comes to face-offs in Bo Horvat, so I'm guessing that's a big part of it as well. Um, but yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk on the Vancouver side. Yeah, because I think Ty's still looking for that article. I found it. I sent it <laughs> on Facebook. It? You can okay. read it out uh, if you want. I'll read it out. So, some it was a Twitter thread that someone shared. Uh, I can't find the tweet, but it was someone who was uh who was working at MLSC, and it was yeah, it was basically that. Like when Lou came to Toronto. He asked someone to. He asked like his assistants to. Uh, to can I have a completely secured phone slash fax line installed in my office, please? I need it done tomorrow. And the assistant had no idea what it meant. So, uh, he they're like, "What are you talking about?" And he says, "In New Jersey, he always had a secured phone slash fax line so that no one could tap his line and get all the info." Mm-hmm. The assistant says, "Okay," and looks around at the company to see if they can find anything, and they can't. So after a day of calling around, uh, they call New Jersey and they say, hey, where'd you guys get the secured fax slash phone line for Lou? He's been bragging about. <laughs> and they reach out to his old assistant. <laughs> we just switched the phone line from re- blue to red, the, the color of the wire from blue to red and told him it was encrypted <laughs> and he was okay with it. 
<laughs> so he thought he had an encrypted phone line because it was just red instead of blue. Oh my god, that's such a boomer like so thing to hear. That was that was No wonder his team has a nineteen percent chance of making the playoffs right, right. now. And the nineteen percent after because, getting Horvat, by yeah, the way. And the nineteen percent is because of Elias Roken. And how long ago was that? That was like seven, eight years ago, right? Yeah, that would that was from like twenty fifteen when he joined the Leafs. <laughs> okay, <first. laughs> so <laughs> great. No. Yeah, That's and funny. like the thing is, Sorokin has like a nine twenty save percentage, and he has a sub five hundred record. So this is where I'll give Lou credit because. He thinks maybe if we can get into the playoffs, Sorokin, Sorokin can, can steal a series. Us. Yeah, magic us through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's happened. It's, it's happened. Yeah. It's definitely plausible. Which, uh, haven't, haven't the Islanders basically done that when they got to, what, they made it to the conference final like a couple years Yeah, but years they were back. good throughout the year. They weren't sneaking in the wild card. Yeah, this is true. Right? This but, is fair. But plenty of teams have gone on off of goaltending. Exactly. I think of like Yaroslav Halak. Goaltending. Yeah. Demko carried the Canucks through two playoff rounds. Yep. Like it, Andrew it almost stole a series last, last Andrew, year. yeah. But against Boston, it's pro- it's like a different story. Like, I know. It is I think that true. I think to beat Boston you need to have like offensive talent. I Especially think, for four games too. Especially against Pasternak a whole series. Like Pasternak's freaking tearing it up this year, man. Yes. Okay, we can move on. Let's go yeah. back so, to the. If they wait, make wait, the let's playoffs, talk about the picks quickly. They're gonna sneak uh, in let's, because it's no, top twelve protected. Get to Vancouver, yeah, that's what I meant. It's it's top twelve protected the pick, mm-hmm. and so yeah, they'll probably there's a good chance, a potential chance that they'll need to protect it this year. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the pick rolls onto next year and the Islanders are another year older. Sorokin potentially doesn't have an all-star caliber season. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're they're going to get worse and probably next year. the Canucks concerning. end up with like a top five pick. It's possible. They have to hope it's not protected this year. Like he is yes. banking hard on it. Yeah. It clicks and, this year. And what do they do if like, <laughs> like they're screwed no matter what? Because if they... Almost no matter what, because if they just miss the playoffs too, which is most likely, yeah, they they're gonna have used all those assets basically for nothing. Like they need to trade Bo Horvat, is what I'm saying. If they're not in closer to a playoff spot by the time the deadline comes, they I feel like they need to trade Horvat because then you got nothing uh, out no. of him in the one year you like, need to get him. He won't do that though. He won't do yeah, that. Yeah, but he won't exactly. He's gonna yeah. It's, He's it's gonna sign him before then. I would hate to be an Islanders fan right now. Like it'd be f- brutal. All right, let's talk uh, the Canucks. So uh, they got obviously Islanders first round pick Anthony Bavillier, who I guess the Vancouver Canucks like, and I I can kind of understand why. Um, and then uh, Atu Rati as well. I can't um, understand why you like Anthony Bavillier. Because he was good at one point. Like, he, his 23-year-old season, his 22-year-old seasons, they were actually good. It's just that he's fallen off a cliff the last two years. So I think there's some rebound potential with him. And they're probably betting on that because... It, a rebound potential in the mess that is Vancouver? Yeah, well, I'm not saying there's a good chance. I'm saying that's what they think. <laughs> hey, maybe you toss him uh, on... Uh, on left wing or right wing beside Pedersen, you know? 
move his value up. Pedersen's on a 100-point pace, 35-goal year right now. If anyone can get the best out of Bavillier for a couple months or even a couple weeks to raise his value, you know, it's possible. But um, that's what a smart, again, similarly, that's what a smart team would do, right? Yeah, they're Try not going to play another... Bavillier with Pedersen. Get, and get another first get another pick for Beauvillier. Flip him at the deadline, flip yeah. him in the offseason. They might do that. Yeah. He like, does have this not, year and next year left, so maybe they'll have not to Not what flip it sounds like year, though. But like from what the Vancouver GM was saying, he seems to think that Beauvillier is like a you know a long term piece. I think it he even said it was like you can look at it like it's for three first round picks. Yeah. Yeah, that I was remember right, that though. quote, yeah. Yeah, That's, and then there was a um, funny tweet that it was like But what else quiet, can he say? Someone quote tweeted that and was like, uh, we've acquired the third overall pick, Jack Johnson. (laughs) 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 Like, it's kind of... Yeah, basically. Because, like, yeah, yeah, you have a first-round pick. Yeah, you have a guy who was drafted. It was a first-round pick a year ago. Or, uh, sorry, not a year ago, seven years ago. Seven years ago, who who had a couple good seasons, who showed a bit of flash and promise and looked like they could be something, and then has just kind of not been great. Like, I looked at the Jay Fresh card. Yeah, he's at thir- he's thirty four percent. Yeah, or projected WAR, so thirty fourth percentile basically. Which but is again, he eh. had a one or two good years before that. It's so. a long time ago. Yeah, it's a long, it's a while ago, but we've seen <laughs> players rebound from worse. You know? He like I I do like him as a player. In a world like where Tage Thompson is going to put guy. up fifty goals. You can't, we can't, we can't count people out anymore. I don't know what to say. But that's the most, my whole mind mind is broken. I know that's what I'm saying. My whole, like, my whole mind is just broken when it comes to hockey. Cause the last two years I've just seen some of the most absurd breakouts I've ever seen in hockey. So Um, like, it's, it's that like a smart team would try to trade him for a first or second, prop his value up, trade him, flip him. Yeah. Because Because that's what he meant by basically. Three first round picks. I think it's just very doubtful that they'll he'll they'll get a first for him unless he completely <laughs> tears it up beside Pedersen in the next month. But here's the other thing: definitely right? not next month. They're, even if he goes on a hot run, there's no way anyone's trading a first round for him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if you're a Canucks fan, right? Here's where I would be pissed off. Yes, okay, maybe maybe Ratty turns into a 30, 40 goal scorer. Right, that's what some people projected him to be—a good yeah. goal scorer. Let's say that happens, right? But, like, he, he, so there, like, he's he is in some ways like a, 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 a could have a high ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. Probably a very low floor, but a possible high ceiling. It's like a high risk in my eyes. He could be not in the NHL. Yeah, exactly. Is his floor like playing back yeah. in Finland? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the the rumors were as soon as this trade was made. Mm. They said that the Islanders, you know, were were very interested. They made this offer, and there was another team that was like super interested. And in, you know, rather than trying to start a bidding war for Bo Horvat, they Vancouver didn't go to Team Two, unnamed Team Two, and be like, "Hey, the Islanders are offering this for Bo Horvat. What's your final offer?" And what right? I've heard about that yeah. is because it's because they were negotiating with Lou, and Lou's the type if it gets out. It's gone. It's like yeah. It's I'd like, be like, okay, that's fine. Table. It's yeah. gone. Bye. There must be teams that would pay yeah, head over heels exactly for him. Like at yeah. least the exact same. So yeah. the they're afraid of Lou. Yeah. This like the fact that Ben Sherratt yeah. basically got almost as much as 
what yeah that uh, was also crazy that's also crazy when you think about it right like well, yeah ben Chirac got a lot because now he's going to be a Martin, top pull up pick. that trade pull up that trade up <laughs> it was, it was Chirac for a first that's flora's first this year and flora's not probably not making the playoffs from what it looks like right, right. okay so the horvat one if it works out like that is good right like yeah it, it is yeah. good it is good to target the islanders first round pick it, because it is a good gamble in that respect yeah, because, because there's a good chance they're not making the playoffs. A smart team should have should be yeah. doing this with Washington or Pittsburgh, right? Trying to be like, hey, you need you need a first round. You, so you need this guy on my this rental on my team. Give me a first round pick next year or the year after, when they're probably not going to be good, right? Yeah, I mean, like they got decentest value. It's just just it's just like you expected a bit more. And you expect again the like, Islanders. There's a high potential for payoff versus if you give them to a contender that maybe overpays a bit more. You're probably going to get another mid prospect and a late first instead. So maybe that was their thought process, and I'll give them a little bit of credit. But going and saying I got three first round picks of value is kind of bullshit, and I don't like that. Like okay, yeah. so the Benchrod trade is only looking really sick. Because Florida's so bad this year, like, and what was the return? It was a first and a prospect. I don't remember who it was. A first, a meal, something, a meal, something. No, a first, a fourth, and a last, a last year fourth, and a guy named Ty Spilantic. Oh yeah, that was like one of their second round picks or something like that. Third, third round round pick. Like he's not good. He's not gonna make. Well, the fact that they got. that much for uh for ben Sherratt, but then only got <laughs> this package for bull horvat um i think it just shows like how teams games. value shit right like ben yeah, Sherratt, there was probably a bidding war from other teams for ben Sherratt that would have given that up right like he was always yeah. rumored to get a first and these fucking hard-nosed defensemen who are actually you were shit always yeah. get a package like that a first and a prospect for you know what this shows me Weaker GMs versus stronger GMs. <laughs> like the Vancouver GM seems kind of weak in this trade, and Lou seems well from from everything stronger. that that's that's coming out about it. Like if you're saying that they're worried that he was worried that the the you know rather than starting a bidding war, that's what a smart team would do, right? Maybe yeah. you get a maybe you say okay now let's especially considering you're a month out. And who was who else was in it? Bo, like let's say Boston and say Boston's offering this this uh can you add in a third round pick to or some other guy to you know to up your offer a little bit because boston's offering us you know something that we think is better have like even a good prospect like i'm pretty sure aturati becomes their best prospect (laughs) that pot colson's there pot colson Colson isn't prospect hoglander they don't like prospect anymore like i i'm pretty sure I like, always forget how old people have gotten because it's yeah because we're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Canucks prospect pool. Let's look it up. Yeah, like they don't have a very like. Oh yeah, they had they had a, they had they had some interesting picks this year. Like uh uh like like was it like Karamaki? I think it is his name is something like that. Uh, don't really remember. He's a defenseman. Like Karamaki. Um, other top prospects, they don't really have any. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, arguably, uh, 
he becomes like their best prospect or one of their best prospects pretty immediately. So like Vancouver's also in a rough, rough, rough spot where they don't have a lot going for them. Yeah, this is true. And so they if just they need traded, people, people have also talked about how they might be trying to bottom out faster and getting rid of Bo Horvat does that to get them yeah. closer to the bottom. Because if they kept Bo yeah. Horvat, Horvat might month, they yeah. get an extra couple points here. Yeah, there, maybe. might equal a couple extra yeah. points. That's true. Selling early doesn't hurt. Like selling early is a good thing for the Canucks. Yes, because they need. To I don't get hate this trade. To... I think we're a little bit more negative on this trade than we should be. Yeah, maybe it's fair, especially but if it works out for next. It's year just that, that I think we were all a expecting a little bit more, but I think there's a lot of what ifs with this. Like, this is oh, true. Atsurati can be nothing. Beauvillier doesn't hit it off with Pedersen and becomes worth basically almost nothing. And then the first Islanders Which is like the most end up. With, you end up with like the 14th or 15th overall pick. Which is, you know, fine, <laughs> but that's all you end up getting for Bo. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I think that's what, which is pretty risky, because like, Ratty yeah. hasn't looked great in the AHL. Hmm. Yeah. Um. And he and he hasn't Beauvillier been. Too, is he definitely not. Wears off the wall in the AHL either. Like I'm looking at his numbers. Uh, right now, and he only had he's only 0.56 points per game in the AHL. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I mean. Very, right? That's very mediocre. Like Pud yeah. Colson has 0.62. He's older, but you know, it's not uh, it's not, not lighting the roof off in the AHL. So it's not like he. I don't think he has a very high ceiling. Is kind well, of the issue. I I always forget why did he drop so much. There was a reason uh, he dropped. He had a really bad draft year. Because remember, he was super hyped. Everyone was talking about him going in the top three, top five. Yeah. Uh, and then he just didn't improve at all, basically. True. Year over year, his numbers kind of just stalled. And uh, he dropped like considerably. Like I think, uh, yeah. The year after his draft year, he had a real good year. Yeah, yeah, he improved drastically after his draft year. Uh, he went good. from like That's what six stat. points in Liga to forty. I've kind of changed my mind. I think Rat's a, Rat. I'm being too hard on Ratty. I think he has a chance. We'll see. I mean, I hope. I hope he turns out well. I want Canucks to be better than what they are right now. I want to see someone beside Pedersen lighting it up. Other than and and. If they if they choose not to resign Bo Horvat or they figure out a way to sign him to like a two three year deal, then it's <laughs> a good tra- then it's a good trade for both parties. Never gonna happen. I There's agree. no way guy having a career year is like I'm gonna go a two three year deal. I agree. Never happens. I think the no that's never happened. Maybe like no has a guy ever had a career year in the side i'm gonna bet on myself <laughs> no. i think the only old guy that i can remember doing i know was taylor and, hall and, and taylor on hall only did that because he had bad years and that's and the unfortunate thing with with the like thing dealing with people like if the nhl was ideal they would have shorter contracts and yeah and then everyone can be happy with their players and have yes them. A couple and of years. you'd be able to get rid of people it. easier, like trade people easier. Like part of the reason Eric Carlson, think about it, Eric Carlson should be tradable this year. 
Eric Carlson, yeah, should be, but he's are, not unless they get unless he gets retained by like double 30, double 30, retention. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But market value this year, according to Don Lushizen's like uh, metric, is fourteen point seven million dollars. So he's actually providing surplus value this year, probably the first time on this on this. But contract. will he for the rest of his career at thirty one or whatever he is? Like, no, not for another however many years he has that. A contract. long time, like yeah. whatever. Like it's must be four or five more years. Yeah, at least. So he's um yeah yeah thirty three. Well, that brings this brings up a good top topic that we wanted to talk about next, which is. Uh, Mark Burns, who uh, is a reporter for Morning Consult, they're like an analytics, sports analytics, you know, they, they do a lot of that kind of stuff. They just mentioned that NHL US TV national viewership is down 22% this year, according to uh, basically um, Sports Business Journal. So, so and sports business keep, journal is very like reputable too. So can I keep going on this point because I think this yeah. is a big way I to make gonna, the I NHL. I thought you're going to lead into it. Yeah, exactly. The NHL better because think about what that NBA. I don't I don't know how long NBA contracts were before, but now they're what I think a max is a four, four year deal. Four years or five years, I think, if you are signing with like the team that super max or whatever, super max yeah. like drafted you, yeah. you get that more sort of money. Thing. There's like max caps and stuff, yeah. which makes them tradable, and it makes for these massive much, swing much trades where yeah. you make super teams out of because yeah. they they know they're they're going to be sick for a little bit. And these guys are going to leave in two years, which is so nice. But the NBA players had to agree to this, obviously. But NHL players, I think it would be in their best interest to agree to that because it would make their league more popular. But at the same yeah. time... And only a certain percentage so. of NHL players get six, seven, yeah. eight-year deals. Exactly. Like the majority don't. Yes, it will probably majority. help their value as well because like people are willing to spend yes. more for a yeah. shorter term deal. Yes. But at the same time, the less players are probably like, yeah, there's less all this stuff. It's stupid. Get injured. I, I get it, but it's kind of stupid. It's annoying. I get it, but I get why they want the security. But again, like if you're going on a, on a, from a voter basis, you know, it, it's a, like they all vote, right? Like they're all, mm-hmm. uh, not like literal yeah. votes, but like they uh, approve. Actually, yeah, the, they like the, the CBA and stuff. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right because they're all members of basically this. Uh, what's the it players union. union? Thank you. I was blanking on that. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long day, guys. It's Jesus. Eric, Eric. Eric doesn't support unions. Control. Eric would never be part of a union, so yeah. he doesn't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Are you management? So you literally couldn't be part of. No, I couldn't be a part yeah. of a union. No. Uh, I mean, we also don't have enough people in our <laughs> company. Neither does mine. My my company could not unionize. <laughs> <laughs> it's just be like three of us. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> union. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So like, it, it'd be in their the vast majority of players' interest to want to have, I think, a shorter, shorter, maximum, shorter five, contract. Because if Carlson was on a five-year deal instead yes. of eight, his deal would be out. I think, not. I think next season or the season after. 
mm-hmm. which is much which more would make it way more tradable. Wait, imagine Carlson gets traded. Like, how hyped is everyone? He gets tossed over to Boston somehow. And it's a huge trade too, because huge like, trade. Carlson on Boston. Carlson's on the power play, tossing the puck to Pasternak, yeah. Marchand, and Bergeron. Yeah. Oh my God, it'd be freaking. It'd be amazing. It'd be insane. And a year like this is making it really obvious that how bad this system works because your best play, like your best defenseman in the league right now, the guy that could win best the best, def- yeah. best defense trophy this year is untradeable. That's yeah. ludicrous. <laughs> but like no one, no one He's on a not top untradeable. Contract. Just it'd have to be the most ridiculous, like four team, five, six team move to retain twice yes. to put him on to some yes. like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It it'd just, be it'd money jumping. Yes. Yeah. And like, yeah. So the uh, to finish with like the numbers. So they're de- viewership is literally down 22% this year. That's not a statistical. Oh, fuck off. Jesus Christ, Martin's dog. The worst. Uh, 22% isn't a statistical like audio. It's not like it's like, oh, 4% dip, 3% dip. 22%, that's a quarter of the viewers that the NHL had last year dropped off this year. So the average game last year got 478,000 views every single game. This year it's getting 373 that's on ESPN. Crazy, though. And this that's is the huge... second year of the like seven, eight-year deal, that uh, seven-year deal that uh, ESPN Disney took out on the NHL. Like that's and not good at it's all. It's not good at all. And I think it's comparable to the, like the, I think I sent another graph or picture that maybe you sent it of, you know, how the salary caps have grown over the previous, you know, years in various leagues, yeah. right. Or the past five years. Yep. I posted on talking hockey. Uh, not the, I didn't post. I think the, that was a tweet that went kind of viral. Right on the raises and the caps, what I posted was on talking hockey story about like the revenue and the NHL is kind of like moving along nice and slow. And then every league was just like skyrocketing up. And it was just, and it was just like, and guess who's had the longest tenure as commissioner out of all these leagues. Gary Bettman has been the NHL's only commissioner, right? This is what happens when the owners, you know, the owners are, they they just because okay look at it this way right when Seattle came into the league what was that expansion fee it was like six hundred million six hundred million dollars yeah Vegas was five hundred and over so that means in the past five years or five years apart I think the owners got a large portion of that money yep right and so the owners love Gary Bettman for that because he is lining yep. their pockets. That expansion yep. fee get, got distributed You'd to the owners, You also think that like, the owners would love him more if the NHL just kept pace with the overall industry uh, in terms of growth. Like, If the NHL stayed on the same trajectory as the NBA, the salary cap would be like up like 80, 90, It would be like 100, 100%. million, yeah. Yeah. It, no, it would literally be up like 100%. <laughs> it would literally be like double if it just kept up with like – the NFL, the NBA, etc., or and the uh, MLB too, right? Like it's insane how the cap has risen because of that. We have no movement in the league because nobody has cal- salary cap space. Yep. And on top of that, you know, 
We have these crappy digital ads that are on TV. That, that is garbage. So and shit. He's, and Gary Bettman. Yeah. What I hate about him so and much is how smug he is about it. this. He, yeah. he is so smug about it. It's like, well, the viewers Fans like it. And love the fuck seeing you talking about? the screen I, covering. I have only players. seen people complain about it. There's Maybe it's like boomers who are like, oh, wow, how do they do that? Right? <laughs> it's just but, cool for like 10 seconds and then you're like, wait, this is fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and like how many how many f- f- issues have I have you seen with them during the broadcasts? Like especially at the beginning, they had some that were like black and you could, couldn't see the puck or like blended in with yeah. the players. Right? You've seen like there's sometimes where the, the ad behind the goalie cuts the goalie in half. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine for a second that an NBA team or an NFL team was playing at a college stadium. Yeah, exactly. Or and again, Gary Bettman is like this is this is probably great for this. This is probably better than the, for the city of Arizona. What the fuck are you talking about? They can't even sell that out, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not even selling out their college. Arena. Their college and then the tickets 5, are like a thousand dollars to get it on uh, along the. Which bridge. is a big problem. Like, you, if you're gonna have a small arena, you gotta make the tickets you gotta, not that much, and you, you gotta, gotta sell create, them. Yeah, you, you have gotta to sell them. You gotta create like a like a junior rink vibe up here in Canada, like. Yeah. Right, like because yeah. those are those are heated games. They're sold out. Like the London Knights, you know, get a better viewership. Way better, isn't there arena? Like 10, yeah, the arena's or like ten thousand, ten thousand yeah. people, right? Yeah. For junior, and hockey. it sells out like and has sold out for years every game. And, and like, I, okay, it's, it's totally different. But like in the WHL, there was a, I think it was. Uh, it's in Calgary tonight, and they sold out the game because Connor Bedard's in town. Twenty thousand people, <laughs> right? Sounds just right. Just for Connor Bedard. Well, they just everyone wants to go see Connor Bedard. Everyone, like, but just, no one yeah. wants to go see an Arizona Coyotes game. No, because they think, suck. And but, I think and that's why. Probably help if the tickets weren't a thousand dollars to get right. yes. on the board. But imagine you had I a super looking, team. It was stupid. You had a super team in the NHL. I don't know. Like there's a stack team in the NHL was coming to see the Arizona, coming to play the Arizona Coyotes in, in Arizona. Yeah, they might sell out. They might sell out, like Toronto. I think did. Like probably went probably when Toronto went to Arizona, yeah. but Toronto's not a super team. It's just because has his hand up market. Yes, <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so think about this: Isn't the NHL have the oldest fan base, and yes. isn't it an average age yeah. of like fifty? Like, isn't it old? Not uh, fifty is old. It's the oldest, along with the MLB. But I think it's even. I think it's even. It's whiter than the MLB, though. And don't they have the hardest time trying to get young people to be fans? Yep. Like, isn't ours? Yep. Age it, and oh, lower is like the hardest fan engagement with people under so like you're on a university campus, literally on a university campus. Horrible <laughs> situ- Horrible situation. But you're not even trying to maximize it to get younger people at the game. You're making it too expensive for the university kids to go. Yep. You're idiots. Yep. You're done. You're like, you're just dumb. Like, yeah. you yeah. deserve. You're on dumb. a university camp and sell out hockey games. Literally all you could do is just, sorry, you can't, you, you aren't allowing it to happen. And yes. all university kids want to do is just get drunk and have a good time. 
Yes. That's all, and, and that's like for cheap. For cheap. For, for cheap. For cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like just be like, okay. You know what? We're gonna be the team that dominates ASU or whatever. Yeah. You know. If and, you're there, like you might as well. Do you might that. as well. Do it. <laughs> like their football team sells out. <laughs> Right, the university team is more valuable than the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> like a hundred percent, I would say. Yeah, so it's just and and it's so bad because it's like a twenty-two percent drop in ratings should have the NHL like there, there's no excuses anymore. There was COVID. There was okay, the playoffs are in the summer now, mm-hmm. and so you know people aren't used to watching hockey in August and July and all this shit. And then there was, you know, it's a lockdown year, and you know, maybe people are blah 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 blah. No excuses <laughs> anymore. You can't have a twenty-two percent drop in viewership and not take drastic changes. Yep. Especially like you got everything you wanted. Everything, all the NHL has ever complained about is we're not on ESPN. Blah 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 blah. This is going to change everything for us. And as I said, it would change jack shit unless to be fair, everything I'm... around it. I don't watch ES- ESPN's footage, like uh, yeah, streams. Yeah, well, it's a U.S. thing mostly. But right? I'm pretty sure they're butchering it. Yeah, I mean, Gretzky isn't as entertaining as you'd want him to be. Uh... Gretzky's on TNT. Not oh, ESPN. sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was thinking of... Uh, TNT, I think, has TNT. some good stuff. TNT like has some TNT okay stuff, yes. But especially Gretzky in the playoffs. isn't that, that entertaining. ESPN, I'm pretty sure is doing a very poor well, job. They're probably doing a poor job because they're like, you know, it's... <laughs> we yeah, are. they're putting second-rate people on it, yeah. right? Like, like they're second-rate producers. They're second-rate... Exactly, exactly. Continue, Martin. Front, Rant. front people, Rant. like, it's... Rant, Martin. It's not just... Because part of what makes a, a viewing like that is the producers, the people that you don't even see. Yep. Not that the people that you do see on an ESPN yep. thing are any good. When's the last time or we see another... anything about hockey sometimes. Yep. Like they honestly sometimes just don't. <laughs> it's bad. I don't know, man. Don't we know. when's the last time we saw anything from Stephen A. Smith about the NHL? We saw it right when they got the rights, yeah. and it's been quiet ever since. When have we seen a clip of Shaquille O'Neal talking about it? When have we seen like they I know they focus on basketball, I get it. Yeah. Or Charles Barkley or any of those guys. Shaq is literally mentioned. Shaq is literally in a Staples ad in Canada (laughs) saying, Hockey, I love it. Is he ever, is he TNT? Is he ever on TNT talking about hockey? No. (laughs) I said, I said, the NHL would not, you're not going to drastically just change shit because ESPN suddenly has the rights. TV is dying. You have to get people to still go there. And ESPN's least important sport is still the NHL. (laughs) So you went from a TV station who only had hockey, which is uh, uh, NBC, to ESPN that has a lot of sports of which hockey is the least watched and you and people thought this is going to change everything. Yes, it gives gives the NHL a slight advantage. Great. Yeah. We're in, in more households now. That doesn't change the fact people need to turn it on and watch it. There's Cuz they 18, need to find it entertaining. There's 18 yeah. ESPN channels, just ESPN 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 freaking Plus ESPN there's 8 the Ocho. Plus there's 18 there million different streaming sites to watch for other things. Yep. So, like, you're, com- Fly, you're not just competing Netflix. against 
other sports. You're competing against every streaming thing available. <laughs> you're competing against YouTube. You're competing against yeah. TikTok. And, and it also doesn't no help other league that... is seeing 22% drop. It doesn't help your... that you black out games, too. Yeah, that's too. what I was going to say. <laughs> that's <laughs> stupid as hell. What are you doing? Like, apparently it's impossible to watch a Leaf game. Jeff O'Neill was talking about this when he was in Halifax. Leaf games on yeah. Sportsnet were blacked out for him. Yep. And it's like, why? They stupid. In a hotel. Like, a hotel should have access to every game available. Because is... you have international people there. You have people from Toronto there that want to watch the game. Exactly. It makes no sense. You need to make it easy for people. Yes. Like, man, I can't. It's like when I go to Mexico or the U.S. or anything, it's like. There's literally no way to watch. Yeah, I can't watch shit. Yeah. Basically. So, Even if you have a TSN membership and yep. there's a I game on, great. you I cannot have, watch. Oh, I have TSN, I have Sportsnet, I have everything, and I still can't watch shit yeah. half the time. So it's it's just brutal. And that, alongside the stupid digital ads, alongside the fact that I think people also like, do we really want 82 games anymore? Can we talk about that? <laughs> they wanted 84 games, I think. Yeah, they wanted to increase it by two and remove two uh, preseason games. But I'm just looking at it like I get it. You want the stadium revenue, but I don't think anyone gives a shit right now. Like, yeah. have you? Have you? Are you guys? Do you guys care that much anymore? Like, it's just like the playoff teams are largely set. There's like one or two races. I don't even. I don't even care. I just want. I'm waiting for the Leafs to make a trade at this point, right? <laughs> and, and that, no that would trades because get, getting rid of some games would expedite yeah. trade deadline. It would make everything like closer, right? Like, yeah. And it would give the give the players a, a longer offseason. Maybe you can negotiate this into shorter contracts and shorter seasons <laughs> like there's been a lot of like controversies recently too like there was the whole uh you know uh gay uh the pride thing with uh the rangers Provorov no and the rangers right because then the rangers didn't wear the pride jerseys on pride night there's all that shit going on that people are also mad about so that's probably impacting stuff on the edges I don't think that explains a twenty-two percent drop. That's maybe it explains. That's a tough one though, because you can't control a player. Is, the thing you is though that Provorov, the Provorov, well, the Rangers one was the whole team, wasn't it? Yeah, the the Rangers they didn't have a they didn't have a pride and they didn't have a jersey for it. But the the Provorov mm-hmm. one, it actually probably benefited the NHL because Provorov's jersey sold out right after that. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> not, so just, that just not so good for the, the, <laughs> that. That that probably helped their revenue because you're I swear to God, what like, you're people... saying is the NHL brought on a bunch of like, yeah. Uh, fucking... <laughs> maybe cut. Maybe tell Luke cut that part out. Yep. Not we're not supporting that. We're not condoning that. <laughs> it's just that it probably canceled each other out. You got all the yeah. nut jobs on the on one side, and you lost all the like, you know. Like people that really care about that issue on the other yeah. side, and it because probably... you ever buy you ever bought a jersey on NHL shop, it's like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, to sell out of a guy of guy's jersey is pretty crazy. Yeah, so there's there's that. I mean, do you guys have any other things? Like I I can't I, I like other than like just boring TV broadcast. I think we all complain about that all the time. We're all just like. Yeah, this well, broadcast is ass. You know, it's not like the Canadian ones are better, to. right? It's yeah, not like Sportsnet or, but we or like TSN's okay. Yeah. yeah, and we, you know, we only have so many. You know, Toronto's the only team that has a team, the the only city in Canada that has 
access to the four major sports, right? Vancouver, right. Montreal, they don't have baseball team, MLB teams. They don't have NBA teams. Sorry, I, I'm ignoring the NFL here, but uh, sorry. They have three out of the four, right? So there's a, l- a little bit more competition here, but everywhere else, like hockey does not have a lot of competition in Canada comparatively. Right. So it makes sense why the NHL can stick here, but the U.S., lots of competition, and they clearly suck. And I think it, I think I'll, I would bet a large part of it is the board ads. I, I there's got to be like five percent just in there or something stupid. Because I hate it. I it looks. I bad. I have seen nothing but complaints about it, and they think it's a good thing. Because also think about it. Like when you go to the games, like why do people even? Why do the the advertisers even pay for it at the games? Right. Yeah. Like for because like when you're at a game, they they still have the regular ads, yep. but. Who's even looking at those at that point? You probably lost a whole bunch. You're probably making people angry. They... Like you're right. just like, oh god, this is freaking annoying. Like get this Dodge off. Ram ad. I can't see the puck. There's this fucking truck driving around. The board. Also, and I bet you know, it'd be interesting. I wish we were able to collect numbers on people using like the sketchy streaming sites as well. Because there's got to yeah. be a good percentage of people that because of the blackouts, because of the you know, whatever the hell is going on. They don't play cable, exactly. They must be using, like, streaming sites that obviously suck. uh, Sports Business Journal can't track. But they suck. They do suck. But you're, you're making it really like, hard. People are ma- you, we're yeah. going so out of their way, and we That's all I mean. have done this. If we're being honest, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you, yeah, you're yeah. spending you like 20 minutes on the internet trying to find some crappy ass stream to use to watch the game. Because That's like four minutes behind well, the, the thing, game. The thing is, yeah. the NHL I is still benefiting the- from the ads, right? The ads what, yeah, are yeah, still yeah. getting out there. Yeah, not, even on not the sites. Yeah. But they can't market towards those issues. No, of course. So and put in their numbers. Hey, do we you think guys twenty percent of people use some sketchy streaming site and they're <laughs> like the NHL is just boring as shit. So so I just was randomly thinking about this the other day, but I think it was like in the mid two thousands, there was this all star game commercial that they would do for like the hyping up the all star game, right? And do you remember it? It was like it was like all the all star players were in a hotel. Maybe Martin remembers it. But it was. I'll send it. Yeah, out I remember that. It was but Crosby it's like and Ovechkin, right? Crosby and Ovechkin, and everyone yeah. who was in the All Star game was in this hotel, and they did it. It was actually like a really entertaining commercial to watch, right? Yeah. Yep. And like, I didn't even know the All Star game was this weekend, right? And wait, the All Star games this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this upcoming weekend? This this uh, weekend I is the All Star. Today's <laughs> the last game of games. I think there's two I, games I, I knew that there was some like questions about Bo Horvat, uh, whether he was going to be there for the Islanders or the Canucks, but that's all. I didn't know it was this weekend. Damn. It's this weekend. Yep. Okay. And so, exactly, like that's your weekend of marketing, right? I mean, it, they, that's why it rotates places every year. That's why they have it every year, and it's a whole fan event. But the fans, pretty big fans of hockey. Didn't even know it was this weekend. Where is it this year? Florida. Florida. Oh. Damn, I'm, I'm gonna miss it. Unfortunately, it also it there. also doesn't it also doesn't help like how they do the All Star weekend. Like, oh, you have to have a player from every team. Like, I get that. You wanna? Yeah, I'm I'm are... honestly okay with that. It's not the worst thing in the world. But like the it, man, like I don't know how 
Gary Bettman goes away like on fire, non-fired if they get the ESPN deal they always wanted and then they lose 22% of their audience in year 2. Because the owners That's are happy bad. because they just they they just got 600 million dollars last year. Yeah. Right? And they also this, get money from the the streaming deal think of, too. Think about stock though. This this must have like if if the NHL was a stock, this 22% Decrease yeah, in viewers see, would be a huge hit on your stock. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, teams aren't liquid, so you can't see, you know, like a hit. What just that. happened? <laughs> if a, if if I was an expansion team, this would have been the most ideal time to buy ever. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like a Manchester United in the Premier League. They're a public team. Right, like they're actually publicly owned. So if, imagine news like this came out, and Manchester United stock like just crash overnight. Yeah. Like it, like yeah. if, if they're just like, oh, Premier League viewership has dropped twenty percent from the year over yep. year. So <laughs> many people would be like, nope, I'm done here. Year over year. Uh, okay, well that's not good. And just like, we're gonna see nothing happen. NHL isn't going to address it. Nothing's going to change. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. But they should really um, implement the shorter term contracts. That's like the biggest thing they should do. Eh, I think that it be seems huge. like it seems like these it seems like these players aren't interested in making super teams. I think they're interested in in the NHL compared to the NBA, right? Like teams in the NHL, or players in the NHL, sorry, are wanting to get to a city get comfortable i mean firstly they they usually stay with their team they're drafted with for at least a decade right if you're you know a star yeah, player you let's say entry level for you're drafted yeah entry level another deal for right. three four five years it's already seven eight years in before so you're eight. talking yeah so and then by then they're they're like you know mid-20s they're not looking to move around into all these different places right yeah, at least in my I, eyes, I, it seems it seems it seems NHL players themselves are a different vibe than the NBA players because NBA players have, I mean, not to sound this make this sound in a bad way, but like they're a little bit more selfish, right? When they don't get their playing time, they sit out and demand a trade, right? Yeah, and, they know what they're they play to their worth, basically. Right. I don't and even then, think I wouldn't even use Vander Kane. I would Evander use the Kane. word like empowered almost. Yeah, Vander Kane talked about that. He. It's like he the players article, control things, right? Yeah, he had an article, not about like the NBA specifically. I come out basically just saying like, part of this is the NHL players' fault. We kind of suck at marketing ourselves. Well, obviously, Connor, Connor obviously, David. obviously, some players are getting better better at it. Like Matthews is arguably quite good at marketing himself. Ish. And they still suck compared to other guys. Yes. Like, you know, like LeBron knows like Steph Curry, LeBron, like they're Draymond. When when will there ever be a billionaire NHL player? Probably I mean, not Lemieux for a long is, time. Lemieux did pretty well because of the after. But yeah, yeah, not during. Yeah, not and during. not because he marketed himself. Like LeBron James is a billionaire because he's LeBron James. He literally has a company, a production company called Braun Industries or whatever the hell it's called. Yep. The NBA just has so many stories like that, like Curry, New yeah. Deal. Uh, uh, Draymond has his own podcast network. 
that he's yep. starting basically. Yep. Um, there's a whole bunch of guys like that. Like they just know how to get attention to themselves. And even, even, yeah. It's just, so part of it, part of it is, as Evander Kane said, part of it is the NHL players' fault. Yeah. Yeah, it is part. I I don't take away blame from the players. He was calling out his own captain, Connor McDavid, right? The best player in the league. Which is fair enough that maybe McDavid doesn't want to be a huge, like, personality. Like Mike Trout, Mike Trout in the MLB is the best MLB player by a mile, and he's. Wait, what happened to Tony? Top ten player, top ten greatest athletes of all time. What? What? Well, <laughs> has been in the past the best MLB okay. player Maybe. by a mile. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I was trying to make a point. Hyperbole is okay when you're trying to make a point. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up that the, the Trump, the Trump school. <laughs> um, and he's by all accounts very mild mannered like doesn't want any spotlight just wants to make his money from mlb doesn't need extra which sounds like seems like mcdavid is similar you see mcdavid in ads though um if like tom brady retired today again which, which he did yes and it made news everywhere Everywhere, everyone's having, talking about it. I just saw, I just saw a, a breakdown of how much Tom made on field. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he made way more than this off field, but on field in twenty three years, mm-hmm. he made twenty uh, two hundred thirty seven million. Okay, Jesus Chris, yeah. no two hundred. I'm gonna butcher this. Two hundred and something million. Two hundred something million. Mm-hmm. And in the ten year deal. That he signed to be a broadcaster, which like was effective as soon as he retired. But whenever yeah. he wanted to retire, that it was yeah. just a standing offer. Stand, like yeah. you could come, and it's ten years only. So he paid twenty three in the in the league. Mm-hmm. So it's less than fifty percent of his time in the league, and it's like ten million more than he made on the field. <laughs> so he's like instead of two hundred, he's getting two hundred and ten. Yes, to be a broadcaster yes. and basically just work a couple nights a week. Exactly, talking about football with like a bunch of your buddies. Basically, he's gonna bring exactly. on Gronk, and they're just gonna talk about a football game for like thirty minutes, and he's gonna exactly. take a million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and that's because yeah. Tom Brady's sick at football, but also Tom Brady, the brand, is sellable for the TV company that signed him. Anybody sure give a shit outside of hockey right now if Crosby Fox, retired or Ovechkin retired? Nobody would give a shit. At, like, I'm not saying it, we shouldn't, and I'm not saying NHL people wouldn't care. Not a single word would be said if Crosby retired tomorrow. Nothing. Well, yeah. it's a little bit different because of the... I mean, like you just mentioned, the NHL is a lot smaller than the NFL. Right. Yep. And Tom Brady has been, yes, of course, the yeah. goat for yeah. People, a lot of people's sure. lifetimes, almost right. Like since we were born. No. Yep. Basically, Osby's been the best player in the NHL for decades, up until you know McDavid stepped it up. I'm not saying he's comparable to Tom Brady. Obviously, you know Tom Brady's Tom Brady. I get it. You know, three different decades, 
basically of uh, Super Bowls and everything. But what I'm saying is, like, there wouldn't be a peep anywhere outside of hockey of Crosby. And that's partially, like, it's partially that the NHL is small. But it's partially because Crosby is yeah. very unknown. Because yes. no one knows anything about Crosby. And, yes. of course, Crosby's, that's... That's his right. Yeah, it's his prerogative to do that. But it is impacting the NHL. It's all. Mm-hmm. If Vander Kane was applying, and it is a good point, it's is impacting the NHL's marketability. marketability. Yeah. All right. So we'll finish off with one thing, and I don't even know if we want to talk about this, but uh, Bobby Hull, do you guys want to talk this? No, he passed away. We're at an hour, 12 minutes. All right, let's just, let's just skip it. Uh, we're going to cancel we're, we're this done. conversation anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh... We, we, we're already, I already risked it with the, with the Ivan Provorov jersey sellout thing there, so... <laughs> Don't need right. any more possibility. And it's not getting cut because it's, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. it's not even going to listen. It's going to be on two times speed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's going. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank we'll you. Bye bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.